Grassroots Community Network is now available to podcast. Enjoy all your favorite programming, whether you are making the commute to or from work, enjoying a jog through the mountains, or just hanging around the house. And don't forget that Grassroots offers over 4,000 shows on demand on our webpage, www.grassrootstv.org. Simply use the search tool in the upper right corner to locate your content. There are many ways to connect with your community. For podcasts, visit our homepage on SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn, and Stitcher. All direct links, including a direct link to subscribe to our RSS feed, can be found under the search bar on our homepage. And remember, you are Grassroots Community Network. Please consider contributing by visiting our website at www.grassrootstv.org or by calling us at 970-925-8000. Thank you. I'm a celebrated skier, folks, and qualified to smirk. I've skied more hills than any man from Frisco to New York. But talking about the skiing I've done is my one and only quirk. Talk about this, here's this project, The Legends of Aspen. What, what does that mean? What, uh, is Aspen a legendary place? What kind of things come to mind? You know, I th everybody, every town, every person, um, every story is legendary and it's all relative. But I think Aspen and, 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 and what Aspen has represented for so long is, is a big legendary town with legendary stories and people with you know the sophistication and the level of exposure uh, in so many big ways. There are so many great stories and people that have come up through this valley um, that I feel it's a special ring when somebody says, you know, when they ask you where you're from, you say Aspen. What? Have you been part of some of the legendary things that have happened here in your mind? And well, you know, so um, yeah, I think so, even though I do say so myself, you know. But if you take a look at, you know, uh, you know the Roach Cup downhill and all the great skiers that won here, Jean-Claude Keeley, Billy Kidd, Bill Johnson, and the evolution of American skiing, you know, all the, the big parties on the mountain and, um, you know, what took place here, for for centuries, you know the fun and the the remember Ralph Jackson and the big you know top hat and the I mean he's never going to go away, and this is what we have represented for a long time and hopefully you know it, it will continue and hopefully these stories um, will never go away never go to dust and you know they get tucked away obviously, but uh, it's a big town with a lot of big people and big stories for a long time. Talk about what this town means to your soul and and how it shaped you and how you love it and how you're it it is Andy Mill and Andy Mill is Aspen does that make sense I hope people believe. <laughs> that grown men do cry.
I just feel so blessed. <laughs> I'm pretty embarrassed right now, but yeah, no, it's, I've been so lucky. Um, the spirit of Aspen precedes all of us from the mining days and the Indians and, and the miners and then the skiing and then the level of brains and people that have been here. So I feel that there's always been a, a special connection. I think with anybody who, who grows up in this town and has a connection with the spirit, the bigness, and the bigness stems from a lot of different directions, not just skiing. Um, for me, it was skiing. It gave me a, a connection to the mountains, but also um, Aspen gave me and the skiing gave me a connection to myself. And I think that a lot of people have difficulty in finding their, their, their roots as to who they are and what they want to do and the difference between black and white, which has always been me. There's not been a whole lot of gray. I'm a pretty simple guy. But my connection is, is from you know, the world of the Aspen Ski Club and, and racing and, and traveling the world and getting to know a lot of really great people. I've traveled you know, with pre former President Bush 41 for 20 years as his fishing pal. You know, Margaret Thatcher having dinner at 10 Downing Street. It all stems from, from growing up here, fishing in the local waters and uh, you know, taking the last ride up at three o'clock on, on, on lift 1A you know, and skiing in the Roach Cup. But I think what's really important is that we not only, and I feel fortunate to recognize, you know, almost over too much because you can just see how, how much I'm affected by this, but I think it's really important that all of us realize where our roots are and how much we all want to preserve those roots and, and care for those roots and protect that and protect that spirit and hopefully pass that on to future generations. And whether these kids ever get to ski in the Olympics or win medals or no heads of state around the rest of the world, and that doesn't matter. That's just a byproduct of, of, of growing up here in the, you know, the spirit of Aspen. And I think that it's a tragedy if anybody grows up in this valley and doesn't have a connection to skiing and understanding the voice that the mountains will give children and adults as well. And so my connection here and something that I want to try to help you know, preserve is the longevity of, of the Aspen Valley Ski Club and what they do and the sponsorship program and what they do to this Aspen Valley. We've got 1,200 kids under scholarship and, and sponsorship packages. And you know, the kids down Valley, you know, we transfer them up here and put them on skis and show them what the snow is all about and flying with birds uh, means and how it can really change, change a person and, and, um, and give them that concrete uh, foundation for the rest of their lives, which this has for me. Talk about the size of your gift. It's a real number. Um, well, I hope I still have some money when I, when, I, when I pass on, but I feel that it's really important for my kids to understand the dynamics of work, and I don't want to give them everything so that they're not going to ever have that connection with satisfaction and reward of hard work. They're going to have enough money as it is. And I've been fortunate enough to make money and my ex-wife, of whom I love dearly, um, she's got you know a financial foundation that's, that's good and solid. So 
I feel uh, compelled to give back to the ski club. And it's, um, I'm gonna give them a, su a substantial amount of money if it's still there, and, and it's in my will right now. And it'll be under a special endowment so the principal will never be spent. And, um, and that's you know, my gift back you know, to, to my roots and my foundation. And I think that if anybody in this town's got a lot of people with the access to money and a, and a great foundation of financial wealth. And besides just giving you know, emotionally, I would like to pass on you know, the concept of giving financially, whether it be to what other, whatever thing you love here. And that's what has made Aspen so great for so many years. People give back. But I would really love to see a number of people that have uh, benefited so greatly as I from Aspen and all the variety of this big world that we have to give back in whatever way they can financially. You've you talked about traveling all over the world and you've probably seen more of the world than 99.999% of the people and seen it a way that even those who've seen as much as you haven't seen it. Is Aspen still the greatest place? And can you say that in, 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 in the context of what you've seen and done? You know, I, you know it's, hard, it's hard to say, is Aspen the greatest place? Yeah, it is in so many ways. But I think the greatest place is inside your own skin, inside your own heart, and inside your own being and your spirit. Because Aspen helped me build me. And so I can't, to, you know, to, as a basis, yes, it's the greatest place I feel to raise kids and, and to start a family. But if you don't get connected inside, you can go anywhere in the world and you're gonna be lost. And you can come back to Aspen and still be lost. But Aspen has you know, the basis to, to grow the seed that will make you become the person that you'll eventually become. All right, let's think about this. 200 years from now, what will people remember about our generations in Aspen? And how can we do that? And what's the purpose of that? Can you answer that? Yeah. Okay. I think, um, you know, if our forefathers, you know, the Benedicts and the Pepkeys, they, they built Aspen for, you know, they, they, they basically grew it to this level of sophistication. And I think our responsibility is, is to continue uh, the art of giving and the art of caring. And in 200 years from now, Aspen will remain as great as it is and it's gonna be a thousand times better. People ask me, well, what about Aspen today? Has it lost its magic? Has it lost you know, what it, it once was? I said, no, it's better. Look at the skiing, it's better. All the infrastructure with the Crown family and what they've done with the lifts and the snowmaking and, and the grooming and the sophistication you know, throughout this town, the food and wine and, the, and, and the, the restaurants and the Aspen Music Festival and the Institute, I think it's just fabulous. And if we don't, if we don't preserve what we have and continue to fight for, for better growth and a, level, and a greater level of, of, of greatness, it's hard to grow. But Aspen has always had a, a great conscience. And I think that in 200 years from now, it's gonna be 200,000 times better, hopefully. I'm a celebrated skier, folks, and qualified to smirk. I've skied more hills than any man from Frisco to New York. But talking about the skiing I've done is my one and only quirk.
This podcast was brought to you by the Grassroots Community Network. Check out more of your favorite programs, browse our video on demand, and subscribe to our social media channels at www.grassrootstv.org.